So winners and losers at 21 DT. This is a very, this is a heavy piece. So get your helmet on. What we are going to try to prove by showing this piece is if you manage it 21 days, what happens um, if you hold on to a trade? How many trades become bigger winners and how many trades become losers? And is it worth holding past that 21 days? And what do you think? I mean, if I had to, from our research, I would say, no, it doesn't pay to hold past 21 days. Does that mean there's not going to be times when you get price reversion? We've seen this, that the numbers play out. I think it all comes down to, you know, taking that volatility swing in your portfolio that we've talked about you know, so often. I think it's a lot easier for future trades and days like today when you're a lot more mechanical and your P&L is a lot flatter, still have losses, still have gains, but not big swings to allow you to be level-headed for, for the rest of the trading day. Let's take a look. So at Tasty Live, our most common trade mechanics are to open positions with 45 days and manage them by 21 days. But it can be tempting to leave a winning position on, trying to collect a larger portion of the credit, or let a loser ride and give it a chance to turn around. We all we're all tested by this. Sure, sure. So let's check the data to see what became of all those positions after we took them off. Okay, okay. Okay? We've never looked at this before. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna put on these positions. And then we're going to take them off, but then we're going to watch what would have happened if we had left them on. Let's go okay. to the next slide to see if what we do is right. Sure. We're going to look at three underlines, SPIES, Google, and SLV, just to mix it up to, mm -hmm. you know, um, 40, 30, 20, and 10 strangles, all sold, within 45, all sold with 45 days to go to expiration. We're going to observe the win percentage at expiration of all these trades that were the we're going to observe the win percentage at expiration of all these trades that were winning at 21 days okay and all of those that were losing at 21 days so if they were winning at 21 days boom if they were losing at 21 days here then we're going to wait till expiration and see how they did okay right? and okay. all for all four categories um profitable at 21 days and at expiration profitable at 21 days but losing at expiration okay so we're doing both if what was if it was profitable 21 days and and then profitable expiration or if it was profitable 21 days and then loser at expiration and then we're going to compute the average pnl as a percent of the initial credit so if you sell something for a dollar and you lose and um so if you sell something for a dollar it's all based off that percentage wise right mm -hmm. let's go to the next line okay so i will explain here so 20 this is spy 21 days to expiration we're going to adjust these positions 40 30 20 and 10 delta strangles mostly we live around the 20 delta strangle so so the those have a win rate of around 80 percent, which is consistent with what we've looked at forever mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's your win percentage at expiration if you held those, okay, um, okay, if you held those to expiration, those winning trades, they pick up um, an extra 40%. 
So, for example, if you're up a dollar, now you're up a dollar forty. Okay. Okay. If you're up five dollars, now now you're up seven dollars. That that's what that means. Right? Okay. If you were had a winner twenty one days, and the trade turned into a loser, you lose on that twenty delta strangle one hundred and sixty percent. Okay. <laughs> Seems like a big number. Well, it's a very different. It's a very different animal mm-hmm. because if you take the trade off at expiration, whatever your win is, you get that eighty percent probability profit. If you decide to hold it. You're only going to pick up an extra 40%. But if it turns into a loser, you're going to lose 160%. So basically, you're risking risking four to make one. And if okay. you go to all the other strikes, it's very similar numbers. It could be risking three to make one, risking four to make one, sure. whatever you want to call it. All right? Does that make sense to you? It does so far. Okay, let's go to the next slide. So now we're going to talk about losing trades in the SPY. So your chances of losing, if you sell the, the at this is at twenty, um, this is your percent w- wins, the percent number of wins at expiration. So if you have a losing trade at twenty one days, okay, and you hold it to expiration, there's a fifty two percent chance it's going to come back to be a winner. One out of two. Okay. Yep. That's not bad. Not bad at all. Right. It's a yep. 50% chance it comes back to be a winner. If it does come back to be a winner, your P&L change is going to be plus 160%. If it remains as a loser, it's going to be 185% all the way to expiration. So the argument here, and I think it's it's pretty clear, is if you decide because you have a losing trade on that you want to hold it past expiration, you've got about a 50-50 chance of it coming back. Mm-hmm. But if it loses, it's going to get worse, a little bit worse. Uh-huh. Okay. If you have a winner at expiration, I mean, I'm sorry, not expiration. If you're a winner at 21 days, it makes no sense to hold it. Yeah. You're, you're really talking about managing your winners here, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you have a winner at 21 DT, which you have an 80% chance of that stock winning expiration, whatever, you, you want to take your profits because you're risking four to make one more if you hold it to expiration. If you have a loser at expiration, it makes more sense if you were to say, okay, I want to hold this loser because you're really risking one more to make one more mm-hmm. and you have a 50% chance of coming back. Mm-hmm. So it's a better argument. That's all it sure. is. Sure. At the 20 delta strike. At the 20 delta. Let's go to the next slide, Beth. At the next one, it's Google. And in Google, you can see the same thing. If you if if you have a winner at 21 days, and you hold to expiration, your 20 delta strangles almost the same as, as SPY. It's an 80% chance of winning. But, and this is so similar to SPY, Google is, but if you decide to hold that trade to expiration, you can make 34% more, which is nothing but lose 200%. So in Google, and if you use Google as a proxy for other equities, if you have a winner at 21 DTE, you take it because you're risking six to make one sure sure okay that's really telling there if you go to the next slide please it'll take us over to um google losers now google losers are very similar to spy losers and i'm only looking at the 20 delta strike right here 20 delta strangles 
if you hold it to expiration, there's a 48% chance it's going to come back and be a winner, similar to the SPY, which is 52 or whatever. The average P&L change, if you hold the loser is, you're going to make more if it comes back than you're going to lose if you hold that to expiration. So again, if you wanted to make the case after 21 days for holding a position, you can make the case for holding a loser. You can't make the case for holding a winner. Okay, and again, there's a there's there's a lot more that goes into holding a loser like this and not being proactive just inside. I mean, like just the way you go ahead. No, I'm agreeing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's it's a very hard thing. It, it's very weighing on on an individual when you're proactive about something and you you know you you've, you feel like you're you're moving forward or you're stopping you know the the water from coming out of the dam. It gives you a sense of trading confidence that you don't get when you just sit back and watch something implode. This is a, um, this is a really interesting study for the first two slides. You have yep. a winner at 21 DTA. The, 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 you risk a lot more holding that to expiration. You make a little lose a lot. If you're wrong, mm -hmm. take it off, move on to the next trade. Mm -hmm. If you have a loser at 21 DT and you want, and you're thinking about what to do next, you can at least make the case that there's about a 50-50 chance it's going to come back and you're risking one to make one. So you can you can justify it a lot better. Mm -hmm. Let's go to silver, which is the least significant of all these. Um, what you see here is the same win percentage on the 20-dollar strangle. It's about 83, a little bit higher in here. But this these markets are not quite as good. Um, if you hold, this is the same thing here. If you decide you have a winner and you want to hold to expiration, you make 40%, you lose 221%. I mean, it's the same six to one. Sure. Makes no sense. On the losing side, Beth, if you go to the next slide, if you go to SLV losers, 47% um, of the trades turn around. But here you can make a strong case for if you wanted to hold the loser, you make twice as much at expiration than you lose if you hold on to it because silver tends to be pretty cyclical. It hasn't had any giant crazy sell-offs. And so mm -hmm. there you go. I mean, mm -hmm. I think this study is black and white, clear as day. You can make a case sometimes for holding on to a loser after 21 days because it's well, kind of like a 50 case 50. sometimes that's not clear. Like I, like, I know, but it's a, if, it's if a you like the risk shot. reward. It's a 50 50 shot, basically. Yeah. OK, if you have a loser. If you have a loser at 21 days and you want to hold it, it's like a 50 50 shot. If you have a winner. It's crazy to hold it because you're giving up almost like four to one or six to one, you know, loss over gains. Yep. If yep. You hold that trade. Let's go to the uh, last slide. Takeaways in all three underlines, trades that were profitable at 21 DT usually stayed profitable through expiration. But when they lost, it was by much more than when they won. Holding on to trades that were losers at 21 DT was an extremely high variance with midding or middling chances of success, except in very low delta and very large P&L swings in both of those that improved and those that got worse. Basically, it was all over the place, but it was, it was acceptable. So here's the key. While there can be room for more risk-tolerant traders to consider leaving on losers past 21 days, locking in winners greatly outperformed trying to wait and squeeze all the premium out of a trade. The great piece of research, only a tasty, 
Um, this is heavy. Yeah, this, heavy. this stuff doesn't roll off the presses, by the way. You don't get this stuff like, you know, uh, <laughs> this is not like, hey, this is easy, easy peasy, you know, scoop no, of truffle, scoop of vanilla. <laughs> that was a really heavy piece. I think Jacob spent almost a week putting that thing together. So um, big kudos out to the team. That was heavy. But you know what? That kind of makes me feel better about how we trade. Agreed. Agreed. Makes me feel better, too. 855-238-2789 or 855-B-TASTY. I should have, should have asked for this phone line uh, to be open earlier, but it's open right now. We need your phone calls. You have to have questions, comments, concerns, opportunities that you want to present. Tom and I would love to hear from him, 855-238-279 or 855-BE-TASTY. We'll have almost a half an hour of your phone calls. If you call up right now, I got phone lines open. Give us a buzz. We'll be back in 90 seconds. The content of this podcast is created, produced, and provided solely by Tasty Life, Inc. and does not represent the direct views or opinions of any of its affiliated companies. This content is for informational and educational purposes only. It is not, nor is it intended to be trading or investment advice or a recommendation that any security, futures contract, digital asset, other product, transaction, or investment strategy is suitable for any person. Trading securities, futures products, and digital assets involve risk and may result in a loss greater than the original amount invested. Tasty Live Inc., through its content, financial programming, or otherwise, does not provide investment or financial advice or make investment recommendations. The information provided may not be appropriate for all investors and is provided without respect to individual investor financial sophistication, financial situation, investing time horizon, or risk tolerance. Tasty Live Inc. is not a licensed financial advisor, registered investment advisor, or registered broker-dealer.